turn with me to Second Samuel. Nashiaba, Holy Ghost. Does anybody believe that anything is possible in this atmosphere? Just go ahead and shout and give God the glory tonight. Do you believe that anything is possible in this atmosphere? Just give God the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the book of 2 Samuel chapter 12. Amen. Minister Potts, would you read for us tonight? Hallelujah. I just want you to read from verse 1. Hallelujah. Through to verse 13. Second Samuel chapter 12 from verse 1. If everybody got it tonight, just tell the shout to me. I got the word. Yes. Go ahead, minister. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David. Mm -hmm. And he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing save one little heap lamb, mm. which he had bought and nourished up. And it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man and she spurred to take of his own flock and of his own herb to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, as the Lord liveth, the man that hath done mm. this thing shall surely die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel. And I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house and, they, and thy master's wives into thy bosom. And gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, mm. I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword and hast taken his wife to be thy wife and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house because thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Thus saith the Lord, behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house. And I will take thy wives before thine eyes and give them unto thy neighbor. And he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou didst it secretly, but I would do this thing before all Israel and before the son. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, the Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Father, we give you thanks tonight for your word. 
We thank you for your blessing that we've already received. Now, God, as I stand here, kill every inch of this flesh. Marco Shaddai, let your spirit rise and give you glory and give you honor and give you worship and praise right now. Lead, Lord God, and speak to the ears and heart of your people. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory. Somebody say amen in Jesus' name. You may be seated tonight. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I give the Lord thanks for tonight. Amen. For the moving. For the move of the Holy Ghost. It's different when you're in an apostolic environment. Anything is possible. According to the move of God, anything is possible. It's not in a nominal church where you have a a program, amen, that you go, you follow the order. I'm not saying that we're being disorderly, but I'm saying that we follow the move of God. We often sing this song, where he leads, I will follow. So when we feel the move of God, we don't cut the service to fit in, amen, with the time. And we don't worry about, amen, or bedtime because we know when we give God glory, then all is well. Hallelujah. From the scripture that was read tonight, we read about a king in Israel whose name was David. The Bible said this man was after God's own heart. And when you understand what he did, he he committed murder. What he did was he take Uriah's wife and he sent Uriah off into battle to be killed. And when you read the story, you know that she, he got her pregnant and he brought Uriah back from war and tried to give him the baby. But he was so, Uriah was so bound, he was so zealous of, of, of the war that was going on. He wanted to go back to war with the enemy. But David's plan didn't work. So he decided I have to go to plan B. And you know the story, he write a letter to the captains and he said, push this man in the front of the battle and pull back all the fighters and let the enemies kill him. But David being a man of God, knowing God's will, in the house of God, clapping and singing and dancing and running the aisles, he did all of this and kept quiet, didn't say anything. But there comes a time when God said, enough is enough. I'm going to send you a reminder. So God told the prophet Nathan, he said, go to David and remind him that he did not repent of the sins that he committed. Somebody say, thanks for the man of God. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus, for my pastor. 
somebody say thank you for the man of God who reminds me that I need to repent somebody say thank you for the man that God put in my life that keeps me on my toes when I'm down he pulled me to the side and said is everything alright Bashada because we're living in a time where we need a real man of God we got enough fakers running around the place so we need some real preachers my God to speak to my spirit my God when I hear the word I can only comply and say Lord of mercy say God send me a reminder and when David got the message he said my God this man shall surely die because of what he did so he passed judgment on himself. I want to say to somebody tonight. Be careful what you say. It was just this week. Apostle was teaching us how to be, to be humble. To understand as pastors. Or we relate amen to the church and to the members. That, that give so much trouble sometimes. I know y'all don't give trouble. Y'all are good people right? Y'all are saved and sanctified. Amen. Y'all don't know nothing what I'm talking about. Because y'all so, I'm going on right on. I'm saving Jesus name. Yeah, right. times the real man of God have to be standing up in the gap and say Lord have mercy how many times hallelujah when you cross the line it takes the real man of God to stand and say Lord it is of your mercy why we're not consumed it because your compassion fail not Lord it is you that full of grace and your mercy how many times it takes a real man of God to pray for you so David stand and he said when Uriah told him that all that you did David you have not repented and thou art the man that I'm talking about And then David just picked up his pen and he started to write. Psalm 51 for me, please. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? When you fall in that ditch, pastor. And you have to get up in the middle of the night because you can't sleep. That's what real men of God does. Hallelujah. When you stand before God, you got to be holy. You got to be righteous. Is there anybody here tonight that just want to make it in? Who just say, Lord, help me to make it in. Comes what may, Lord. If I have to drop off myself, Lord, help me just to make it in. Because I can't make it. You know your ego is in the way. Say, Lord, take it from me. Because this thing is pulling me down. And David took up his pen and he started to write and he said, Have mercy upon me, 
oh God. Hallelujah. He said, God, I know you're merciful. So have mercy upon me. According to thy loving kindness. Anybody just want to remind God of how merciful he is? Anybody just want to say thank you Jesus for being so merciful? Because I should have been dead. You should have write me off. You know no good thing dwelleth in this flesh. Anybody just want to remind God of how messed up you are? But it's of his grace and his mercy while we are not consumed. Don't act like you are that. Don't act like you know the scriptures. Don't act like you've been there and back. I want to talk to some real folks tonight who just understand that it's of the grace of God while we are alive. Paul said, when I want to do good, evil is present. There is nothing good that dwells in this flesh my God he sought the Lord twice at one time he said God there is a thorn in my flesh take it away from me but God said Paul my grace is sufficient I'm gonna keep you Paul but a thorn in your flesh is just to remind you and to pull you down and to keep you coming back for more grace because if I take it from you you're gonna leave me read according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies blot out my transgressions wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity i want to tell you something about peter peter stand in the presence of the lord and jesus asked him and said peter do you love me peter said yes lord you know i love you i love you more than anything jesus asked him again he said do you love me he said, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus asked him again, do you love me? And he said, Lord, why you keep asking me the rhetorical question that you know the answer for? You know that I love you. But what Jesus was saying to him, Peter, I see you getting ready to cut somebody here off. He said, Peter, I see you getting ready to curse somebody out. He said, Peter, I see you getting ready to tell me not to wash your feet but i want to tell you tonight i prayed for you jesus said peter i prayed for you i want to tell you tonight you can go ahead and shout because your name is on jesus prior list if your name is on Jesus prayerless tell somebody Jesus is praying for me I may sleep some time but Jesus is in a prayer meeting and he's calling my name because he see I'm about to cut up I'm about to show off but because of his grace Young people, let me talk to you for a minute. Because Bishop started this thing in the week. Talking to the young folk. 
You go through so many problems, so many struggles to be liked and to love and to fit in with the groups and the cliques that are around this place. You try to get likes on Facebook. You try to get followers on Twitter. But let me tell you something. Seek not to be validated by man, but seek to be validated by God. Because when your name is on his priorities, you know he's going to call your name. You know he's going to say something. My God... That's going to bring you up and pull you out. I don't need my name to be all over Facebook. I don't need my name to be all over Twitter. But if Jesus said, Jeffrey. That's all I need. Read. Watch me throughly of uh. mine iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin. David said, listen. I messed up. But this Lord, this is what I want you to do. Wash me thoroughly from my sins. And cleanse me from my iniquity. And further down, he began to talk to God. He began to get personal with God. And he's, he, he began to cry out in God. He said, Lord create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me because I did something that I wasn't in the right spirit I said some stuff I wasn't in the Holy Ghost I did something Lord I went someplace that I shouldn't have been but God it is your grace and your mercy creating me Lord a clean heart and renew the right spirit Lord I've lost the right spirit I've lost the place to seek after you i've lost the zeal anybody just want to be honest tonight and say god bring me back to the place where i once love you bring me back to the place where i'm conscious bring me back to the place lord where you call my name in prayer meeting bring me back to the place lord where i got up in the middle of the night and start seeking your face We're living in a time now where the church has almost lost its value. Because we got so many fake preachers running around. The sinners are crying out, I just want to be safe. And the fake preachers are hiding. They're hiding because of COVID. Before COVID, I looked on Facebook. All everybody was trying to get their likes up. Every preacher was there all over Facebook. But since COVID, I noticed that the traffic was so slow. Bible way was the only church that's open. But I'm saying to somebody tonight, if you need to be saved, come on down to 3707 at Avenue Hen. We got an apostle in the name of Jesus who's gonna speak to your spirit. We're not interested in your pocketbook, we're not interested in how good you look. But if you got a soul that needs to be saved, come on down. Sinners are crying. I just want to be saved. 
And they looked in the fake church. They, they see the same person in the church, in the club with them dancing. Oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't went there. Yes, I'm going there. Because that's the church your mother go to, right? So you don't want me to talk about it. Hallelujah. When the sinner is crying out, I said, I just want to be saved. The pastors are saying, we close. Amen. There's a sign at the front said close till further notice. But I want to put them on notice tonight that we have a message to preach that Jesus is coming. And I heard the apostle said a few seconds ago that we still hear revival in spite of COVID or whatever it is out there. The word of the Lord clearly states no plague shall come nigh my dwellings. And I believe the word of the Lord tonight from the beginning beginning of this the word of the Lord has been spoken and I believe God I want to talk to you a little bit about Elijah Elijah was a prophet sent from God Nobody liked him too much because he talked the truth. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? If you're apostolic and you speak the truth, you ain't gonna have, you ain't gonna have enough friends. You ain't gonna last long. I had friends in Cuba until apostle came and preached one night. Apostle will do you that, you know. One night he preached all of my friends gone. Why? Because he preached the truth. Baptism in Jesus name. Receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Live a holy life. Because it's funny how everybody's going to heaven but nobody's talking about holiness. The Bible said without which no man shall see God. And I believe tonight all you are here want to see him. So we got to live holy. So Elijah sent a text message to all the fake pastors and fake preachers. He said, we're going to have a showdown, so meet me at Mount Carmel. Y'all don't be late. And all the fake prophets and pastors, they showed up. So Elijah said, listen, listen. If God be God, we're going to serve him. And if Baal be God, we're going to serve him. But know you this, the God who answers by fire, they're going to win the competition. And the prophets of Baal, they raised their halter, they killed their bullocks, and they laid it at the halter. They cried for the whole morning, a time they even cut themselves. And Elijah began to mock and drear and said, where is your God? Maybe he's on a vacation someplace. He's on the cruise someplace in the Caribbean. Oh my God. But the time came when they had to stop crying 
out to their false god and I see Elijah just stepped up and he break down the altar ah church it's time preachers to break the altar of Baal and resurrect the altar of God cause there is a change coming I feel a move in the atmosphere I heard minister Pot said tonight and he feel a flood rushing in all oh, the sacrifice you made oh my god there is a rush coming a sound of abundance of rain when Elijah resurrect the altar he got four pots of water and he wet it down my God and when he called to God by he finished saying God the fire came and consumed the sacrifice understand church this was a time of drought just like we're living now the word of the Lord it's hard to find the word of the Lord we're in a drought season but I hear Elijah said I hear the sound of abundance of rain tell somebody get ready tell your neighbor get ready turn your cups up cause it's time for the fake preachers to step aside and let the real man come forth with a word from almighty God I need a word not a fabricated word I need a word my God from a real man it's funny it's funny how we think we're not that responsive and we're not ready to respond until our lives is threatened they have to be a threat that's coming our way before we get up and respond in a certain way Hezekiah was sitting there and doing his own thing until God sent the real man of God, Isaiah. And he got a text message from Isaiah saying, Thou shalt die and not live. Hezekiah went down and he said, Lord, have mercy on your servant Hezekiah. I haven't been good all my life, Lord, but I know you're merciful. If you want to get in the presence of God, just remind him how merciful he is. The Bible said that Hezekiah begins to cry out, that his spirit begins to mourn, and he begins to cry out to God and said, Lord, I need thee. Where the mothers are tonight, I need thee. You don't hear those songs sing in church no more. We sing some of them songs that you don't feel nothing, but I need some old time songs to be sung. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour 
I need thee. Ezekiel fall flat on his face. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. Sing! As I come to. We need some of them old time songs. When you sing them, I feel I'm moving my spirit. We got some songs now when you sing, it's just mere entertainment. When you sing them, my God, you don't feel nothing. And that's the reason the altar has become a stage. And the ministry now is a performance. We got too much performing going on in the church. They get up there with their style. I'm not on BET. I'm not in Disneyland somewhere. This ain't Broadway where you get up and do what you want to do and drop it like it's hot. They got church now with lights flashing. Amen. Like you're in a dance somewhere. You're in a club somewhere. But I'm telling you church, we gotta go back to God. I'm talking the real God. We gotta go back to God and fall on our face and cry out and say only against thee Lord have I sinned and done evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest. Just let you all know tonight God, I want to be in the clear because when you pass in judgment Lord, I don't want anything to catch me Jesus have mercy the Bible tells me of another preacher whose name was Jonah the Lord gave him a message to bring to Nineveh and the Lord said to him just go and preach this message Jonah didn't want to go because he knew the Lord was merciful and even when he delivered the message Jonah sat back and relaxed and said God I know you're going to deliver them people I knew it that's the reason I didn't want to go in the first place because I know you're merciful but when Jonah went to deliver the message the king didn't see Jonah he heard that a preacher passed by and said yet but 40 days and Nineveh shall be destroyed the king got up out of his seat and got down off his high throne and began to sing I need thee oh I need thee everything was in sackcloth and ashes even the very baby somebody worship David had covered his sin up and he came into the presence of the Lord and still run the eyes, still play the drums, still give a testimony and he covered up the murder that he had committed. But the mercies of God reminded him that you need to repent. We're living in a time now where you got to find the truth. Because not everybody that say, Lord, have your interests at heart. Not every preacher that say, Jesus, is interesting in your soul, making it into the kingdom of heaven. We got preachers now, they're more interesting in your pocketbook. 
than your soul. But I want to tell you tonight, we need to get back to holiness. Yes. That's my, that's my topic for tonight. Back to holiness. But before we go back to make apostolic great again, we got to fall before God in prayer. Praying mothers, we need you now more than ever. Choir, I know you can sing, but get into the prayer room and we start praying. Because we need God. These kind, they go in and out, but by fasting and prayer. So we need to get back to holiness. When you look at Elijah, he's not someone to be desired. Because he was, he was rugged. Just like John the Baptist, he was rugged. They thought he was crazy. But he had a word from God. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. The Lord bless you tonight. I say to you, let's go back to holiness.